This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and I've got books, they're multiplying, cause I keep buying more. This is episode number 265 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi everyone. First, I want to tell you that we're doing a reader survey. It'll only take a few minutes to tell us about yourself and you can potentially win an e-reader. You can see the questions and giveaway details at bookriot.com backslash 2020 survey. So thinking about this, I personally am often entering giveaway contests, and a few years ago, I actually won us a trip to China, so my wife and I used it as our honeymoon, and now we have a running joke that I have to be really careful about entering big contests because I actually might win them. And if you don't know, when you win things worth thousands of dollars, at least where I am, you have to pay a lot of taxes on them. And apparently there are whole warehouses with game show prize winnings that people haven't picked up because if you win that car or jet ski or dining room set, you still have to pay taxes on it. So I just think that's a little weird bit of knowledge that I have. Anyway, before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Scribner. Weird Black Girls by Elwyn Cotman is a collection of seven stories in which characters pursue their obsessions on paths to glory and destruction, while all around them their worlds twist and warp, oscillating between reality and impossibility. On display throughout is Cotman's ability to reveal truths about the human experience, about things like friendship, love, betrayal, bitterness, all through whimsy, horror, and fantasy. Elegiac in tone, imaginative, and humorous in their execution, the character-driven stories in Weird Black Girls challenge, incite, and entertain. The author's last book was named one of NPR's Best Books of the Year and was a finalist for the Philip K. Dick Award, with reviews appearing in the New York Times, Wired, BuzzFeed, and Locus, among other publications. Definitely make sure to check out Weird Black Girls by Elwyn Cotman. And thanks again to Scribner for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95. And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. 
But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. So for today's book picks, I have a couple of nonfiction titles, as usual. The first one is titled Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life by Emily Nagoski, PhD. You have heard me mention Emily Nagoski before because I have talked about her most recent book, Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, and I recommend Burnout at every single chance I get. So Come As You Are is a bit older. I think it's from 2015. And it's focused on the sex lives and sexual response cycle of cisgender women. This is a focus because there's a bunch of research on the sexual response cycle and sex lives of cisgender women and not a lot of research on transgender women or non-binary folks. That being said, I have my wife's permission to share with you that she is trans and she read this book and she said she was still able to get a lot out of it and that it was a really helpful read. The language is definitely gendered, especially around anatomy, and I fully recognize that that could turn some people off. So I just want to do my best to make sure that you're informed before you pick this book up. I've mentioned this in the past, but if this is the first time you're listening to this show, I used to be a sex educator. In fact, I used to train sex educators, including doctors, other medical professionals, and therapists. So when I read books about sexuality, I'm really, really, really critical. And I'm happy to say that Come As You Are is an excellent book. I definitely learned new ways of looking at things, and I appreciate that she dispels a lot of common myths around sex, especially cisgender women's sexuality, such as, quote, like, women don't want sex as much as men do, or that women who have a high sex drive have more testosterone. And so she really, like, calls out these common misconceptions and explains what is actually going on, and some that are, like, just flat out not true. One of the main recurring focuses of this book is the dual control model of the sexual response cycle. The short version of this is that you have an accelerator and also a brake, and sometimes they work together and sometimes they work in opposition. Nagoski fills the book with both anecdotes and advice on how to turn on the ons and turn off the offs, or to put it another way, how to press on the gas and ease up on the brake. There is even a questionnaire included so you can start to figure out if you have a sensitive or stubborn accelerator as well as a sensitive or stubborn brake. One is not necessarily indicative of the other. One of the things that Nagoski talks about that I deeply appreciate that is not talked about enough in sex ed is context and the power of context to either hit your gas pedal or hit your brake. And that the context that does one or the other for you may not be the same that does it for your partner. And there's also a context worksheet that helps you figure out these things for yourself. And I love a good worksheet. Speaking of things that could hit the brake for many folks, but sometimes hit the gas for others, the author talks a lot about the stress response cycle. And if you've read Burnout, a lot of it is going to be really familiar and really useful. I absolutely appreciate this book. It answers a lot of questions and has a lot of advice and information that can also be really helpful. 
It's Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life by Emily Nagoski, PhD. For my next book, I chose Reclaiming Our Space, How Black Feminists Are Changing the World from the Tweets to the Streets by Feminista Jones. Feminista Jones is a social worker, feminist writer, public speaker, community activist, and a great follow on Twitter. Reclaiming Our Space is about how Black women are using social media and, in turn, shaping the use of social media to change culture and society. It's no secret that a lot of, quote, mainstream U.S. slang, fashion, and culture is rooted in Black culture. This book focuses on how this extends to a number of facets of online culture. I'm going to tell you this up front. There is a lot in here about Twitter. If you are unfamiliar with Twitter, even a little bit, you may find yourself lost in a few places. Knowing this, some of this is easier to understand in the written format of the book if you are able to read it that way instead of audiobook. Although I own both the book book and I've listened to it on audio. Jones begins with an overview of Black feminism and, like many of the books I recommend, discusses the necessity of intersectionality in feminist discussion and outcomes. The tone of this book, while very educational, is also very candid, and the author does a good job of explaining terms that readers may not be familiar with. One of the features of this book that I really appreciate is that the author goes through a lot of hashtags that I'm familiar with, like hashtag solidarity is for white women, hashtag black lives matter, hashtag black girls are magic, hashtag say her name, and more, and gives us a history of who formed the hashtags, their original intents and focus, and how in some cases they may have evolved. Personally, I find this really fascinating. There's a section in here on sex-positive feminism, which includes a discussion on being Black and being into BDSM, which is the umbrella term for bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, and sadomasochism. As a sex educator, I would think a lot about what it would mean for a Black person to enjoy being tied up or consensually hit, and it was really great to read someone else talking about this as well. Jones does an excellent job of writing about the ways Black history and Black culture are intertwined with current technology platforms, such as the call and response found in Black churches relating to how Twitter operates. I think the section I appreciated most is titled Mammy 2.0, Black Women Will Not Save You So Quit Asking. The past few years and the past few weeks especially, there's been an outcry of listen to black women and wow, that's a lot of pressure that we didn't necessarily ask for and it's pressure to fix problems that we didn't necessarily create. And there are Black women willing to lead and willing to educate and willing to give advice. But the author points out that many non-Black people seem entitled to this labor and they don't necessarily want to do the work themselves. Um, they're just looking to other people to fix things. I think this book is really important, especially now as people are diversifying their timelines by following more Black women on social media and learning from us. It's important to know the history within the past 10 to 15 years and how to be conscious listeners and accomplices to the Black feminists on Twitter especially. Again, the title of this book is Reclaiming Our Space, How Black Feminists Are Changing the World from the Tweets to the Streets by Feminista Jones. And that's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor and don't forget about our reader survey. 
You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the InfoFile, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. <laughs>